got a few screws loose because mm-hmm. he told her up front, hey, I'm married. This is a one night thing. But also, you know, our hearts live in our vaginas sometimes. And <laughs> I kind of see. It's just cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Like yeah. that was crazy. Not a movie we're going to show our kids. If I had a son, I would show it to him. It's a cautionary tale. It's a crazy cautionary tale, but might teach you a lesson to keep your dick in your pants. I need, I need to Good get morning. Nico's high people on the on the beginning of the show. You have the freaking video on your phone. I know. I'm going to save it. Um, okay. So welcome Beautiful. back, everybody, to the Yay. sip list. Woo. Um, yeah. We've, I, I've been gone for a hot minute, it feels like. I, I, I know it hasn't been that long, but it feels like it's been a while. I don't know. Um, thanks, yeah, everybody, no, for hanging in. We just wrapped up. What su- the summer school? I didn't even get the movies. What a week ago, ten days ago, something like that. Yeah, and I think the debate um, was like a little over a week before that. Oh, I- the debate! <laughs> <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Stupid <yeah>. alert! <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it's been like a freaking month and a half since I freaking recorded an evening at the movies. Uh, you mean the simplest? Oh, or, oh okay. You know, I don't know. Time's all running together for me right now. And um, everybody that follows the Facebook page knows why I've been on a brief hiatus. And so I'm not going to like rehash it or anything. But thank you all for your support. And especially you two. You guys are the best. Sent me flowers. That was so sweet. And I love you guys. And finished Beetlejuice without me on an evening at the movies. I appreciate that. Um, Which, by the way, my OCD is still pinging off the freaking radar right I now. I haven't because... listened to the second one yet. I'm so behind. It's not, it's not bad. I mean, I okay, feel like... That's fine. Because I know we'll get one that'll <laughs> kind of sort of bring the numbers back together. But there's still a two freaking listen gap between the first episode and the second episode. Casey gets mad. And it's like, who's listening to this and then not finishing it? That makes me feel like shit. That makes I, one of them's me. I'm like, sorry. I don't want to finish listening to this because Amanda's not there. Jennifer sucks. No, no. One of them's Whoa. me and it's because I literally have no time to listen to a podcast. I can't do it at work because I can't concentrate on it. And my commute's like 15 minutes. <laughs> so I have to do it in pieces. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll do it so and that your anchor doesn't actually register the list until you get to a certain point in the episode two. And oh, it really? so... they're like assholes, Amanda. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. So Back yeah, you can't. Get not to five minutes in. <laughs> I my my asshole is not waxed <laughs> or bleached. You need to try it at least once, like smooth as a baby's butt. The, you know, actually, that part wouldn't bother me. I'm I'm more worried about my uh, lady parts. You don't have to get that all waxed off. Yeah, though. no thanks. Uh, for we were talking about waxing before we started recording, so no director's cut on that. Sorry, people. 
Thank God. <laughs> All you did was listen. What do you care? Yeah, Casey. So, Casey, what have you had waxed beside your eyebrows? Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, eyebrow waxing fucking hurts. That's it's why I'm not, like, no, it's not bad. It's not that bad. I'm telling you. And I get so red. Like, I'm worried if I waxed my bikini area, it would look worse than just letting it flow like God intended. It's not that bad. Um, I, You know, that's whatever. Try I, it. Don't try it. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I you prepped my area appropriately. And if I decide to wax one day, I'll do it. Um, do you? I've been having sex with my husband for 15 years and he's not complaining. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> no complaints. None. Um, so yeah. So. I'm happy. That's all that matters. Whatever, as long as I'm happy, that's all that matters. That's the better statement. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Exactly. You know what? They're going to be happy regardless. I mean, all you guys want is just to see us naked, right? Like, that's all that really matters, right? And you're going to go either way. So <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's not like it's freaking rocket science here, people. It's not at all. The freaking pretty bows and lace and all that. <laughs> y'all should just be happy that we let you touch us with those things (laughs) you still want to see that though don't lie yeah you still want to see the sexy clothes we know you do casey after talking about um the moulin rouge video for 10 minutes (laughs) the lady marmalade do you remember that conversation yeah so Uh, yeah that was several episodes that was like Four simplest appearances ago. So you've changed your mind since then? No. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> I, I'm a guy and I have literally the most simplest mind in the world. Okay. And... But full disclosure for this episode, Jen is already drunk, Casey is hungover, and Amanda's on her way. Amanda's on her way, yes. One or both of those. I don't really Amanda know. Amanda was last night, too. I was pretty tipsy last night, too. Yeah. I was. I have, it's been a long I week. Phone to prove it. Um. So speaking of last night, Casey, I have a very important question for you. I heard you went out to karaoke. I heard because you told me. I know because I was what? there. <laughs> That's you, a clue, you Jennifer. What? You stuck in the back door, socially distanced. What song did you sing? This is very important. You didn't. No, I did. Okay. I'm trying to figure out how I want to word this because of what we talked about earlier. <laughs> Was it a Kelly Clarkson song? No. Kelly I Clarkson! Waxing. We talked about waxing. <laughs> I know. I, that's what I'm thinking. I was thinking a 40 year old virgin. No, we right waxed. He's like, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> No, it was right before we recorded when you said you wanted to ask me a question and I'm like, what I'm not going to say. Oh. So let's just leave it with the fact that um, the way I pick karaoke songs, I try and match my tone of my voice. And um, we'll leave it with the fact that um, imply what you want to from this, but I sang a Kane Brown song last night. James huh. Brown, Kane Brown. Kane Brown. Yes. <laughs> There's a big difference there. 
<laughs> James Brown, were you slapping people while you were doing it? <laughs> okay. Kane. Kane Brown. Got it. Uh-huh. Got it. Okay. Sing Endless Love. Friends sing Endless Love in the Dark. Friends make Endless Love in the Dark. <laughs> that, uh, ever since that movie, I, I can't remember who I was talking to, but we accidentally said, instead of friends sing Endless Love in the Dark, we said friends make Endless Love in the Dark, and now that's like my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, uh, happy awesome. Gilmore reference for those that don't know. And if you don't know, what's yeah. wrong with you? And if you don't know, I'm always Lionel Richie and I will fight you for that part. <laughs> I, I can't sing anything. You both so. have the answer to your question on your phone. <laughs> oh, okay. So I don't know that song. By I the don't way. either. I don't know Kane Brown's music, but good for you. I mean, good for you and I'm glad you had fun, but I'm also kind of bummed you didn't take any of my recommendations. But that's okay. Oh, no. Um, I said four karaoke songs. I'm kind of bummed that I don't have a video of this. I know, me too. I feel left out. Like, I feel like we should be a part Um, of your your adventures, and we're just not. I promise next time you will be. I am drunk. I don't can you sing, Casey, or is it like one of those? I'm drunk and I'm going to sing it regardless. Yeah, that's totally okay. me. So that's fun, though. I love that 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 people will still get up there whether they can mm-hmm. sing or not. Because you know what, singing is fun for everybody. Right? right? Not just. I was one of those people that when I went out on my 21st birthday, I was like, "Oh no, I'm not singing karaoke." No, I'm not dancing. And <laughs> everybody was like, really? You're going to be in a room full of freaking people who are going to be drunk off their ass. They're not going to give two shits whether you sound good. That or makes it even more fun. Dance like freaking. For sure. Whatever. Okay, well, like, so yeah, no. just for the future, you have to do a song off my list. Um, and if I get to ever do karaoke again, then I will do it and record it for you guys. But <laughs> I sent Casey four songs that I think are the best karaoke songs in the whole world. Okay. It's just my hear. opinion. What are they? <sighs> um, okay. I got to make sure I still have them. Uh, Living on a Prayer. Baby Got Back. Build Me Up Buttercup. And Scotty doesn't know. I dream of doing Scotty doesn't know in karaoke. Four top karaoke songs. They came right off the top of my head, so I could Can think I harder about it. Number one best karaoke song of all time. <laughs> Endless love. <laughs> no. <laughs> Paradise by the Dashboard Light. That is one of the best karaoke songs of all fucking time. Well, what song is that? I'm getting a thumbs up from Casey. Paradise by the Dashboard Light. I'm going to hit you in your face the next time I see you, Amanda. Me alone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Oh, Amanda. Yeah, okay. I was afraid I was going to have to hit you in the face. <laughs> Which I don't I know. I... 
audience I would never do yeah please don't because ever I'm fragile right now you can't hit me (laughs) I love her face so much that I made her do video on right (laughs) yeah we're all on video right now this is a first I think we should I won't but we have to do this again and put it on YouTube I love this people do that and I, I think that's awesome to record a podcast on video as well and put it on YouTube like that's exciting I like it because people don't know like really like what we look like. Yeah. And I'm when you get to see people's facial expressions, it's so much funnier. Yeah. 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 One, sure. all of my followers on an evening at the movies are friends. So they've seen my damn selfie posts on Facebook. So they know what I look like. Well, they know what we look like on Facebook. Yeah. Right? Don't you want more followers? I mean, I don't do, I don't do like all the filters and shit. So my face on Facebook is my real face. I but use filters this is sometimes. Fun because we're drunk. I'm drunk. Yeah. You're hungover and you're on your way. Whatever. Yes. I touch my but, face a lot when I'm drunk. So you could see that. I'll do like this because it's numb. My face is numb. <laughs> Just saying. I have Cannot- no legs. <laughs> Basically, but my face. <laughs> I can't feel my legs. Okay. Um, Casey, tell me you got that one. I have mm-hmm. no legs. Okay, good. All right. So <laughs> uh, we definitely have to cut some of this out because we've been talking for a minute and um, we, we haven't got to anything yet. So <laughs> Jen, why don't you tell us what you're drinking before you forget? I'm drinking a vodka drink. I'm drinking a vodka drink. What's drink? A cider drink? Yeah, no, just take a vodka drink. None of the rest of those, but that's why I said that because that song popped yes. in my head. Tub nice. That's a good karaoke. That was right. Yeah, I don't know. That song annoys me. Like get everybody involved. That's true. the The chorus would get everybody. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. No. Vodka drink for Jennifer Higgins. Nice. And it's empty, so I've got to drink more water now. I'm drinking. Um, Gatorade. What is Amanda drinking? It was champagne, and then what was left is now a champagne, a Sonic seltzer, and grapefruit vodka mix, and it's pretty good. I shamed her into getting a bigger cup because mine's bigger than my head. Yeah, mine's still not as big as yours. <laughs> That's what she said. But okay. Um. So debate peoples that listen to the debate um casey yeah buddy was the winner <laughs> clearly because people like joey better than they like barney which is understandable that's a tough one though that like you had some good points amanda but at the same time yeah i mean i don't feel like anyone can trump joey tribbiani i mean i you know i get it because again when we first started talking about it if you asked me Okay, well, Joey's the better one. But when I did some more thinking and watched some more episodes, I could, you know, the stuff I, all the stuff I said about Barney was true and I believed that. But, you know, I, I definitely get it. And, and Casey did a good job. And, you know, Joey's a lovable guy. I mean, it's hard to, it's really hard to not like Joey, <laughs> except that he's a mooch. But don't lose the freaking listeners. Casey did not do a good job, but Casey did do a good job. As a third party listener, Casey did a good job. Amanda did a great job too. You guys both did a great job. However, end of the day, winner was 
Casey. Casey. Woo! That was my try to do it on the, (laughs) just like, (sighs) it's supposed to be the crowd going wild. (laughs) I totally wish you guys could have seen the look on Amanda's face when Jen just said Casey was the winner. (laughs) I didn't even see it. And on her freaking face, like, she blinked Whatever. a little bit and she looked bored, but it's <laughs> clear Casey was the winner. I saw it. I, I have a hard yes. time controlling it. I saw it too, Casey. <laughs> well, the problem is I'm not looking right at you guys. I guess I need to like look right at the screen because I've got like my computer and then my surface and I'm kind of like going back and forth. I don't know why. I'm looking at your faces. Well, I can't control my face. Sorry. Actually, I can, or I wouldn't have a job anymore. <laughs> right. Just saying. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we do actually have a top five to talk about. And um, sorry, not sorry about the long conversation, but it's been like a month since I've recorded. Maybe not, but it feels that way. So like also, <laughs> and we talk I'm, on like Facebook Messenger, but we don't like talk like this. Right. Yeah. It's a little different. Yeah. Um. I am also introducing a new segment to the SIP list and I haven't decided where I want to put it. So maybe we'll just get an opinion and decide if we want to do it before the list or after the list. And then for future episodes, we'll just know where it goes. Um, Casey and I have talked about it, Jen, but I don't know if I talked about it with you. Um, We're going to do Mad Libs. Oh, Oh. I was like, what are you talking about? That's so fun. (laughs) (laughs) And because we did it on, um, I randomly threw it into one. We did Star Wars Mad Libs. And then we uh, started talking about it. And I was like, yeah, I think a, a Mad Libs would be just a fun, fun thing to do. I couldn't. Yeah, because I believe I went out and got Friends Mad Libs yeah. and Adult Mad Libs. And and I have, not maybe have for this episode. Mad Libs. Oh, oh my God, oh, get out of my head. Golden Girls Mad Libs right in my hand. That's amazing. That was hilarious. I am 100% Sophia. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. I get well, that impression from you, Jen. That's amazing. Apparently, I'm a Blanche. So on the Overlook page. Or, right? <laughs> so we're talking about different stuff on there was a post there's two guys that are british and so one of them was posting and we're you know all commenting whatever and he goes i don't even know how we got to talking about but he was like i see i i see you as a blanche and i'm like i'm glad you went straight to the slutty one and you're not wrong (laughs) (laughs) yeah it fits I would say I'm a cross between Blanche and Dorothy, which sounds weird, but well, kind of makes sense. That totally makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm more really nice and sweet, but I'm also a whore. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. Used to be happily Used married. to be. Yes. Um, well, I'm, I fully admit I'm a whore. <laughs> also, I don't like that word or that term or even the concept. So, yeah, I just don't care. I've had sex with an appropriate amount of people, in my opinion, and I don't care what anybody else thinks. Exactly. Who cares? Who's counting? Shut your mouth. Whatever I have done has clearly made me a master at my craft, or at least my husband says so. That's right. So mind (laughs) your business and give your balls a tug. Yes. 
So, should we do Mad Libs? <laughs> I wish everybody could see Casey's face. <laughs> see, we have to do this on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to. Oh, that means I have to put fucking makeup on. Jesus. No, you don't. What? Or I just have to raise my computer because this is like the worst angle. Like, I don't have makeup on. I'm so red. Yeah, but your skin is gorgeous. I honestly, I don't own makeup. I own blush. Well, <laughs> but do you see? You can't even really see because of the glare, but do you see how red I am? Like, I am super, super red all the time. I have to wear beautiful all the time. So. Oh, thanks. Um, but yeah, so do you guys think we should do Mad Libs before we start the list or should we do it at the end? Hmm. I'm good with whatever. It might be more fun at the beginning because Jennifer's drunk, so. Yes. You might get something completely different at the end of this. Ooh, then yes, let's do it at least at the beginning on this one. So <laughs> I have been looking online because I do own Mad Libs, but I could. I couldn't find anything related to our list, which I'll go ahead and announce in case people are still listening. We're going to talk about, <laughs> no, I got this total podcast critique from this guy on Twitter and it was really good. Like I appreciated it, but he's like, you take too long to announce what you're going to talk about. And then you talk too much, which is not the words he used, but basically said we talk too much. And oh. I was like, okay, we're going to count down our top five favorite villains movie villains we'll get into that in a minute but that being said i could not find any mad libs about movie villains so i just went straight off the cuff happened to find this and it is a mad libs version of smelly cat (laughs) 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 so let's take turns and i can't even read it which is cool you just put in the words and then it pops it up so i'll be reading at the same time as like we'll all be hearing it together Okay. So, Jen, you go first. Name an animal. Uh, giraffe. Nice. Casey, verb ending in ing. Drinking. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, a noun. That's a thing. Yeah, no, I'm just Person, place, or thing. Girl. We're going to say girl. Okay. Casey, a verb. Eat. You guys are lame. Jennifer. (laughs) Occupation. Um, let's go with bowling instructor. Okay. Casey, an adjective. Harry. Harry. Okay, good. Good one. (laughs) Jennifer. An animal. Um, a cow. Okay. Mm. Casey, noun. <sighs> G-string. Nice. <laughs> there we go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, Jennifer, plural noun. A plural noun. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to put one. Yeah. All right. Casey, relationship. Like mother, daughter. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Single married. Like, (laughs) I think it means like mother, daughter, husband, wife. Okay. Booty call. Ooh, okay. She's using booty calls. Should we we call it a booty call or a friend with benefit? 
Ooh. You know what? Booty call. That's a good one. All right, Jennifer. Body part, plural. Weenus. Oh, weenuses. Plural. You said plural. Weenuses. What the hell is a weenus? Oh, that is weenus. Oh. That skin right there, that's your weenus. Okay, I did not know that. Yeah. I thought the weenus was that report from friends. Uh-uh. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, Weekly estimated net usage statistic something. This is yeah. your penis. That right there. All right. <laughs> Verb yes. ending in ing. It's the good ones. Well, since somebody was criticizing us a minute ago for being lame. Fucking. Thank what? you. Jesus, that would have been my first one. Right? I was like, please say fucking. Please say fucking. Come on. I know. I was like, seriously? <laughs> All right. Last one. Jennifer, noun. Make it a good one. Um, tip fucker. All right. And then it says, go mad. Let's see. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. Okay, I'm going to try. <laughs> smelly giraffe smelly giraffe what are they drinking you smelly giraffe smelly giraffe it's not your girl (laughs) they won't eat you to the bowling instructor (laughs) you're obviously not their hairy cow you may not be a g-string of balls (laughs) and you're no booty call to those with weenuses God, okay. Well, I'm assuming it's going to get better here in just about a second. <laughs> smelly giraffe. <laughs> smelly giraffe. What are they fucking you? <laughs> smelly giraffe. Smelly giraffe. It's not your fucker. Shit <laughs> fucker. It was shit fucker. Oh, it's not your shit fucker. I am so sorry. I did not hear that. <laughs> tit. Yes, look, tit fucker. <laughs> <laughs> tit fucker. What the hell? We are fired. So yeah, that was a good one. I like it. Um, I want to try to find Mad Libs that go with something to do with the theme of the episode, but I couldn't find anything. I guess we could have done something about Vader, but I didn't feel like doing Star Wars again. Okay, list time. Oh my gosh, that guy's going to rip our asses for this episode. Which guy? Whoever posted that critique. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, he had a few good points, but the the Twitter guy that said, I take too long to announce the topic and we have too much witty banter. And so we are going to count down and we'll try to sort of keep it in a timely fashion, but I don't know. Our favorite movie villains. So I I can't remember how the conversation started. I felt like I was saying maybe funniest villains or villains we like the best. Or we couldn't really come to a consensus on the criteria. So we each just came up with our own list. And we will tell you what criteria we use to pick them. And I think it's going to be really random and fun. And I'm excited to hear what you guys have. Yes. Um, I honestly think, this is just my opinion, that Casey and I will have one in common, and Jen, I don't know if we're going to have any. 
I feel like we might have one. All okay. three of us might have one. Casey, oh, why are you flipping that? me the bird right That's now? The one we're all gonna have one in <laughs> Okay. You and just I are gonna have more than finger. one. You think? Well, I went a little off the wall. I'm just gonna say, and full disclosure, I have about twelve on my list, and I have not narrowed it down. So this is all gonna be on the fly. <laughs> yeah, so this is gonna be cool. fun. I only picked five because it could have gone on forever. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was the same way doing this. I mean, I did my list in like five minutes, but yeah, I, with the exception of two, the other three could have been. It's hard. This was a hard list. Yeah. We should have narrowed it down more, but also I think it'll be fun just to see who we picked and why. So. Agreed. Uh, who wants to go first? Okay. All right, Jen, go first. He's Number five. Pointing, I don't know who he's pointing at, but I'm assuming you because he was pointing to my left. So that you're to my left. Oh, all right. I, I don't know. I'll go. Okay. So my number five is Miss Gulch slash the Wicked Witch of the West from The Wizard of Oz. Nice. Because she's like your typical grumpy ass neighbor <laughs> and then she like rides a bike real good i mean like mm-hmm. real good at riding the bike <laughs> she's real good at that bike yes and then she's like the perfect wicked witch oh and yeah also is like super snarky yes most of my people have some snarkiness which i, I figured yeah and so like some of her lines that she has are just like Oh, it's so kind of you to visit me in my loneliness. Like, really? She's fucking <laughs> visiting me? No, she's not. She's not. No. It's how she like is always super like, oh, my little pretty, you know. Yes. I love her. She's a great bad guy. And yes. you know, anyone who can come up with some flying monkeys, that shit. Mm-hmm. You know she's the badass mama jamma, because she had flying monkeys on her side. <laughs> And Stephen was afraid of those monkeys, so he really has only seen the Wizard of Oz like once. Really? But, yeah. Ooh, I know so, what I'm doing for his birthday. <laughs> she's a good. She's a good bad guy, right? I mean, yeah. And the yeah. moral of the story is: don't fuck with a woman's shoes. Yeah, don't take the shoes. Yeah, that's all and she cared about. Don't drop houses on sisters. And, yeah, that too. I mean, yeah, she was just a good bad guy. I felt like. I agree. I agree. So she landed at uh, five on my list. I like it. Casey? This is the one that's going to get me excommunicated from the group. Oh, shit. (laughs) Go ahead and start rolling your eyes now. I'm ready. Mikey. Michael Myers? Yes. That's oh. so boring, though. Like, he doesn't even say anything. It's just that music. But that's what's scary. He And he walks everywhere. He, You can good. run, and he still fucking catches you. He's a good bad guy. I get it. But, like, yeah. He's, He's terrifying. Just, I'm taking it to the guy. next level with one, two, three, and four. So just give me this one. Okay. <laughs> I'll give it to you. He Okay, so what makes him your number five bad guy? Or villain. He's just purely psychotically evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, There's no sugarcoating anything. There's no 
Hannibal Lecter esque quality or Norman Bates qual. I just need to shut up because he's just oh, giving more. Yeah, because um, we're going to end up giving away more of my list than we need to. But he's just crazy, and you don't know why. And especially if you take the whole sister why. part out of it, it's like. It, there's no method to his madness except that depends upon the storyline you want to it, follow. true since there's 17 different storylines but either way i would like to know who in the hell came up with that freaking idea Ooh, let's do this storyline no let's do this no let's do this no let's do this well i think mustafa akkad came up with the sister thing carpenter didn't want to do it but he was already under contract walked away well, john okay. carpenter wrote halloween 2 completely drunk which is interesting i got that impression from the very first time i saw it yeah he didn't want to do it but he had to because he was under contract yeah which makes sense and then because carpenter wrote michael myers as a pure like not even a human just like this entity that has no rhyme or reason or anything and then all the other people took it and flew with it if they were going to run with the family bloodline storyline they probably should have breach that storyline in oh i don't know 1978 when the first movie the came first out one yeah but because that's because it wasn't carpenter's even, idea you yeah you don't even remotely even come close to even thinking that in the first movie and then all of a sudden you're slapped with it yep rather quickly in the first in the second movie and it's like yeah it it's because oh. we don't have to go too far into this but it's because people are uncomfortable with the idea of pure evil. people pure evil and people killing for no reason people need to have it explained to them they need to have it justified and that's the exact opposite of what john carpenter wanted but that's what the studio and the you know whoever mm-hmm. did with it because people can sleep better at night if there's some kind of explanation and listen let's be honest some people are just fucking crazy yeah I mean, it's the reason why we analyze serial killers as much as we do. And and I'm one of those people because I want to know why. Not because yeah. it makes me feel better, but because I want to understand what goes on in that mind versus like a regular person's mind. Okay. But Same. sometimes there's just no explanation. Nope. So right. I didn't solid really... Number five. That's yes. solid number five. Because he really is a good yeah. a good villain for sure. And I would say out of all the stereotypical serial killer slasher type movies, he's probably the scariest one. So good one. Okay. <laughs> so that subject again later in my list. Yes. So my number five um, is, is completely off the wall from what you guys were talking about. Um, but my number five is Megamind. <laughs> I love Megamind. <laughs> Oh my god. I love him so much. <laughs> and and obviously if you've seen Megamind, you know that he changes and he's not a villain by the end of the movie, but I just love this guy that is so driven to be like like you think he wants to be this evil whatever, but really he just wants to play with somebody. He just mm-hmm. wants someone to be the yin to his yang. You yeah. know? And he he needs Metro Man so that he can be like the the opposite and like the evil. And then when Metro Man goes away and he has to be the good guy, he's like, no, I need Metro Man back. Like, I don't know. It's one of my favorite movies. And I just, he's endearing. So that's kind of why I picked him. He is endearing. I 
we love that movie us too because of him like he's just so great and he's freaking hilarious he's witty and funny and silly and stupid and yeah it's a good that's a good yes and i like it george and i quote that movie all the time like just everything he says he's like olo i think it's hello we say olo all the time We do too. We Hello. Spider. Arachnus Deathicus. The stool. Yeah, so he's, you know, it's a cliche, like, anti-superhero character, but then he becomes the hero, and so it's really sweet, and that movie is just hilarious. It's probably one of my favorite animated movies ever. It is a good one. You know how they have the ones that are, like, good for adults and good for kids, like, you know, Mm-hmm. Megamind is purely entertainment for adults, even if you don't think about it being for kids too. I think. So. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I think so too. I told you off the wall a little bit, but I like I, it. I love Megamind. I like it. Okay. Olo, Jennifer. <laughs> Olo. <laughs> What's your number, Casey? You all right. I think so. <laughs> Go ahead and number four, and we'll see. Okay. Did you hate my choice that much? <laughs> okay, go ahead, Jennifer. <laughs> uh, my number four has to be um, Loki. Mm. He's like the best bad guy slash not terrible guy. And he's funny and he's handsome. He is handsome. Tom Hiddleston is easy on the eyes. A little bit. Uh, but he's just so funny that <laughs> he brings a comedic relief to the fact that he is a bad guy and then he kind of redeems himself and then he kind of doesn't redeem himself and it's just, <laughs> he's a good like back and forth villain I think I um, agree I feel like he really loves his family but then he's like nope I care about myself more just kidding. I do love my family, but then at the end of the day, I really do care about myself more. Um, so he's just, I, I think he's one of the best funny bad guys that we yeah. have. Um, and he's, he does a great job throughout. And I think it's a lot, I think my list too is a lot about not just the character, but the actor that portrays that character. Mm. Um, because yeah. I really, my whole list I love the actors that I chose as well as their characters. So he's one of those that I just love him. And he just, yeah, in that role. I couldn't see anybody else doing that good of a job in that role. Yeah, so. that makes sense. Loki. I didn't take, I didn't think too much about the actors themselves as I did the characters, but that makes sense too. I only realized after I picked the characters how much I love the actual actors. Um, yeah. The Wizard of Oz, because obviously that's the only movie we've ever seen her in. Yeah. <laughs> Me anyway, but the rest of my list is, you know, people that I just love the actors as right. well. So um, I realized that after I picked the character. Well, I could say but, the same about mine too. I love all the actors, so... Yeah. So yeah. Loki is my number four. Nice. Yeah. AC, do we need to take a little break? No, I'm, I should be good. Okay. Okay. So number four is 
Norman Bates. Yes, I love it. See, I told you we were going to start to get psychological with the rest of my picks. Nice. He's on my long list. Same. Yeah, he would have. He would have been if I had a long list because he was almost on my list. Yeah, I. To me, he opened the door for my number three pick, and oh. I don't want to give my number three pick away yet. Okay. So, but there are definite, not a lot of them, but definite elements of both character. Well, there's elements of Norman in my number three. Okay. So we'll get to that one in a minute, but. Now I'm trying to guess. Yeah. I kind of would have thought that that would have went the other way. Like Norman Bates would have opened it up for Michael Myers, but. Mm, kind of, sort of, but. My number three pick is definitely a lot more psychological than my number four pick. Mm, okay. That should give it away. And you kind of feel bad for Norman, too. Like a tiny bit. You, yeah. you know that there's an element of psychosis in his head, but because of the relationship between him and Norma. Right. Clearly, yeah. he's he's never had a healthy relationship with a woman and is dealing with probably not, you know, not knowing how to be an adult that isn't attached at the hip to his mother, even after she's gone. Yeah. Right. Very nice. She's gone, but never gone. Right. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> her body's still literally in the house. <laughs> All right. I don't I don't know what to put at number four. Um, OK, I think I have it. So this one completely opposite from my number five. Um, it is General Hummel from The Rock. Ooh, that's a good one. And I picked him because I really do empathize with him. Mm-hmm. Like he's obviously the bad guy in the movie, but fuck, he has good reasons for doing what he's doing. What he's doing is wrong, but... In the opening of the movie, you get the whole thing with him dressing up in his dress uniform, walking through the rain to his wife's gravesite, and giving this Mm -hmm. big dramatic speech about to his wife's tombstone about, you know, I'm sorry I have to do this, but you know, you know I've tried to do this the right way. They're not listening. Right. You know, what, you know, let's hope that this gets their attention now. And then he leaves his Congressional Medal of Honor, bam, on top of a right. tombstone. It's like, damn. And that's a- one of my most favorite movies of all time. Like, that's Same. one of the greatest movies ever. So good. It that's is probably so good. one of my most favorite overlooked movies because you can talk about greatest movies and the ones you love the most, but it never seems to get brought up because, mm-hmm. I mean, you and just I, forget about it all had, well yeah we've all had this discussion we all know casey's favorites are the crow and the star wars and the green mile and the blah 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 blah, blah. but then you know ne- you know ne- it never cracks into that top five or that top 10 because mm-hmm. you know there are others but it is that great of a movie and sean connery nailed his part i'm not a huge mm-hmm. nicholas cage fan but oh. i think nicholas cage nailed i that. love him <laughs> i love nick cage too <laughs> It's okay. It's funny to watch and make fun of because of his mannerisms and the, like the scene in the face-off when he's 
walking through the airport at the beginning and Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he's so good in Face Off. So good in Face Off. I, well, no, I, I will give him total credit for that one because to do that, for him and John Travolta both to do that and have to... Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. And yeah, they I, both did it so well. Yes. Yeah. Like no, they swapped they, those characters like it was nothing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, when you watch The Rock, you obviously want Sean Connery, Nicolas Cage to save the day. You want you don't want any of these people to die. But also, you're thinking about this general and all this stuff that he's done, and all these people that have died on his watch, and what he's trying to make happen. And I just feel so sorry for him. Like I just I don't know. The POWs that Mm -hmm. are in prison camps overseas that we haven't gone and gotten back. Right. And. you get a really quick understanding as to what his mindset is and what he wants but yeah i mean there's still the element of okay he's still a domestic terrorist right yeah stolen you know rockets that have this gas that can kill and that's why i love towards the end when he's like you know they called our bluff he's like i'm not gonna kill a million people do you think i'm out of my fucking mind like yeah That part really got me because I was like, is he really going to do this? No, he's not. Oh, maybe he is. And then when you finally realize he's, he's not going to do this, he's bluffing. Yeah. And the other guys are ready to do it. And I'm like, crazy guy. Yeah. uh, The one crazy guy. We're relieving you of your duty. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We want our fucking money. (laughs) He's like, there is no money. (laughs) So, and and I toyed with this one because I don't even know if we should call him a villain just because of the character arc but technically he's a villain in that movie and he's a character that i really sympathize with so yeah that's why i picked him the villain in that one i would i would say that's a good villain choice for sure yeah i i like the villains where i can identify with their pain because people aren't one-dimensional people aren't just one thing right so it's it's nice to see like that kind of inner struggle so yeah all right, Jen, what's your number three? Uh, my number three, again, this is one of my most favorite actors of all time. Oh, sorry. Speaking of that, Ed Harris, one of the best actors ever. Oh, for sure. Part yeah. of the reason I picked that too. So go ahead. He's amazing. <laughs> God, I love him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I love this actor and he does a great good guy or bad guy. Mostly bad guy though. Um uh, it's an Alan Rickman character. Yes. Sorry. One Hans Gruber. Yes. From Sorry. Hard. Yes. When yeah. you said that, I was like, she's talking about Alan Rickman. I love it. Yes. I I love anything Alan Rickman does. He's a great villain. Again, you yes. know, Sheriff of Nottingham and, mm-hmm. and Prince of Thieves and P.S. That was like the slobberiest death scene ever. Right. Still <laughs> uh, so fantastic. And then Hans Gruber. I think that's one of his most iconic yes. roles that, you know, people just know him yeah. from that. Um, Die Hard is one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. Yes, it is. Um, if you don't think Die Hard's a Christmas movie, you're listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> you're not our friend anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you can't sit with us. <laughs> He can't. Yeah. And he just, he's one of those snarky. Yes. Like who put you in charge? (laughs) He's so smart and witty and suave. 
And then when he's, he's playing that, you know, trying to play it off like he was in the building too. And so he's like a hostage. <laughs> he's terrible with the American accent, but he tries so hard and in Bruce Willis falls for it. But yes. He's just so great. I, I love Alan Rickman. Me and, too. Totally. Uh, Gruber is one of my favorite villains because, you know, I mean, he did that just to, to break into a building and steal all whatever the <laughs> shit they had in there, the money and technology and whatever, but yeah. Hans Gruber. Hans made my long list. I like it. Yep. Definitely yep. a good one. So Casey, um, what do you have for your number three favorite villain? My number three favorite villain, and like we talked about the last time with my number four, um, we're going to get a little bit psychological. And my number three greatest all-time villain would be the incredible psycho- psychologist, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. I knew it. Yeah, I love it. I know you let's be honest you probably know two and number one nice he didn't make my top five but he was definitely on my list he dude's a mind fuck yeah and like again anthony hopkins when he has to be him is just i think a lot of this again the list goes with the actors yeah like they're so good Sir Anthony Hopkins. Mm-hmm. You know, a movie, uh, sorry, Casey, we, we want to let you talk about Lecter too, but Go so ahead. I, I'm I know I'm like, you're eating, don't chew food on my show. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> the only acceptable thing is this and maybe a sound of swallowing if you really have to. It's Not in the like name. A little burp on accident. Yeah, no- that's fine too. Okay. Everybody knows we're drinking, but um. <laughs> So, like, Hannibal Lecter, awesome, like, Anthony Hopkins, everything. You know what I think might be as good or better with him? Have you guys seen Fracture with yes. Ryan Gosling? Yeah. Him? He is pure fucking evil in that movie. And it's like, he does it so, like, not subtly, but kind of subtly. Like, I get chills. He is so good in that movie. That movie doesn't get a lot of uh, recognition, but I like it. The thing I like about Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter is, I think, because, well, I'm not even going to name this one yet. We'll get to it later on down the line. But he's one of probably the first two villains that is totally freaking badass. But as you're watching the events of Silence of the Lambs unfold, you can't help but root for him and sympathize with for him and Care oh, about I don't. <laughs> I don't sympathize at all. No, I do well, not want that fucker out of prison. Crazy. I didn't say I wanted him out of freaking prison, but you know, at the same time, still. And he was he was creepy enough, and like without being like uncomfortably creepy, or like. That's not really what I mean, but you know how somebody can be so creepy that you don't want to watch him? Like, he's oh, yeah. he's charmingly creepy, so you get the creeps, but he's also charming enough to, like, lure you in. Yeah, he's not. I think that's my what you mean. Like, he kind of, yeah. you do almost kind of want to like him, and then you remember he kills people and eats them. <laughs> yeah, 
He's not a cringy bad guy. Right. Yeah. Cringy. That was what I was going to say. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> well, nice. Point for Jen. And I, I think we've figured out that the three of us can pretty much read each other's minds. All the time. It's it's insane. I was telling I was telling George the other night, Casey, I can't remember what we were messaging about. And um I I was typing something as you said it first on the message, and then I was like, Oh my god, I was about to type the exact same thing. I was like, It's weird how much we like can finish each other's stuff. I know. Mm -hmm. Okay, you guys, I'm really struggling. I'm gonna, since we're on video, show you this bad boy. And it's still, even though I had extra time, not, not <laughs> narrowed down. I, I can't uh, get your shit together. You know what? Art, <laughs> we've had a shitty, like four weeks. It's been like one thing after another. It's been in fucking sane. <laughs> um, okay. So I think for number, th- number three, I know my number three, my number three, my number three. Okay. Well, you said Broncos. Uh, <laughs> I will kill Patrick you. Beverly. <laughs> Patrick Beverly. <laughs> that fucking motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry, people. Sorry. I Seriously, though, he is going to have to end somebody's career before they do anything about that guy. Right. And Draymond Green. It's like, yeah. how many of these does he get? He's already caused people injuries, and it's yeah. still not enough. Like, kick him out of the damn league. He's not even that good. I haven't liked him since he... Tripped Russ. Yeah. out of the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Like knocked him out. Ago. Yeah. God, oh. I hate that guy. So glad the Clippers didn't win. <laughs> um, okay. So, All right. Yeah. Number three. Number three. Number three. I am going with the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus. I like it. I mean, what is not to love about them? Yes, they want to eat little children, (laughs) which is kind of awful, but they're so funny and they're so smart and just, I I don't know. I think they're the kind of villains that you want to like, even though they're bad, but you still, it's like, and witches, you know, I think they're cool. Um, And they just have some of the, that movie has some of, oh shit, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even drunk. (laughs) Some of the best one-liners, like... Did your mic buy you dinner first? No. Uh, getting to my boobs is not, you know, you don't have to buy me dinner, maybe just a drink. Uh, that was the old me. I'm married now. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. Sanderson sisters love Hocus Pocus. Bette Midler. And, and the you know, Kathy, I never say her name. Najimi? Najimi. Najimi. I love her. She's so adorable in it. And even Sarah Jessica Parker, who I'm not a huge fan of, they all complimented each other so well and just watching them try to get used to current society like a hundred years later is just hilarious yeah and they still get what's coming to them which is also good true by the way bt dubs cannot wait for the new one i'm so excited it's gonna be fun so yeah that's another off the wall pick i just you know picked them because I think they're pretty cool. I have a shirt that says fourth Sanderson sister. That's cute. So, yeah. I like it. All right, Jen, number two. What you uh, got? My number two is played by one Kathy Bates. Oh. Little Annie Wilkes from yes. one of our favorite movies oh. ever. 
Yes. Fucking crazy. That shit crazy. Crazy. You almost got my number four spot on my list. Yeah. She just, and again, with the actress, I mean. Yeah. She's amazing in everything, but this role was just, wow. I feel like this is like one of the first movies that I saw her in when I was young. Mm-hmm. Me too. And she was terrifying. Yeah. So you get the creeps watching her and other stuff because that's how you associate her. Yeah. And then you literally have had nightmares about her. her. You grow to love her because she's got just an amazing yeah. ability to make every role hers. And yeah. Yeah. I love Kathy so Bates. She's just, she's just crazy. And I mean, sick, sick. Yeah fucking mind that yeah. one and i think she, as far as the top five goes she was definitely she had to be on my list just because For sure she's so crazy and then she she too had some good um little one-liners and mm-hmm. just yeah what does she say um cock a get out of the cock a car or something <laughs> get out of the cock a car yeah <laughs> she's, she's so mad also, also an old dirty birdie like yes She's kind of proper, doesn't want to say, you know, but she's fucking crazy. Yeah. When she's talking about his book, it's like, it's the swearing. And he's like, everybody talks like that. She's like, do you think I go to the store and be like, give me some damn cow feed? Or what about that shit? Something like nobody talks like like, that. Yeah. Like he's from New York. Calm down. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We all talk like that. I mean. So yeah. She's working that. Yeah. She's pretty great, that one. So yes. that's she landed top two. She know. is on my piece of paper. Yeah. And I was yeah. contemplating putting her in the top. Her since we talked about her already, if you yeah. don't want I'm not going to since we already talked about her because I'm still yeah. I'm still undecided on my number one, but I think I have it. So yeah. you still have one to go through before you get to number one. No, so. I know, but I already have my second one picked. So good. All right, good. Casey. Mm-hmm. Number two. <laughs> that better not be water. It's water or Gatorade. You know it's one of the two. Yep. It's not a beverage. I don't <laughs> drink water on the sick list. Uh, you were like 45 minutes ago. Oh, whatever. <laughs> or two days ago, whatever you want to say. <laughs> Gatorade. <laughs> FYI, people, this is being pieced together from two separate recordings. Now you know. Secrets out. <laughs> yes. Okay, so number two is the iconic Fred Edward Krueger. Yes. Nice. One, two. Freddy's coming for you. <laughs> bastard son of a hundred maniacs. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. Like I love part three. It's so good, but every time they talk about that and I have to think about that, it makes it makes my stomach turn. That's the only thing I don't like about that whole story, just because <sighs> as a woman that's a lot harder to listen to <laughs> well i imagine but, yeah being locked away in a accidentally locked away accidentally locked away accidentally get locked into a freaking psycho and ward nobody finds you right over a holiday weekend and we're not going to finish the rest of that storyline i'm sure <laughs> everybody knows the story but yeah so question do you uh, feel bad for Freddie or think that he was justified in going after these kids because their parents burned him to death? 
I I don't think it's justified. I don't either. I, <laughs> I was mean, like, there's only one right answer. Shit. Those kids didn't yeah. do shit. Right? Well, I mean, you know, he's not. I mean, just that's the whole eye for an eye argument. I mean. But it's the parents, not the kids. And this isn't the Old Testament. But I get it. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Okay, at the same time, to make a real-life comparison, okay, say, like, Ron Goldman's family, would they have been justified in killing O.J.? Yeah, but O.J. killed their Uh, son. That's different. uh, Either way, though, eye for an eye. Yeah. I... So I do love Freddie. I love, well, first of all, I love a, how Wes Craven even came up with that, um, that he read oh, yeah. like a, a newspaper article. How, do you know this, Jen? I don't. Huh? He read a newspaper article or something um, about some kids that were kind of having like a group psychosis, like nightmares that were not not like a, of a guy, but like similar and were having like the same sleep problems. And so mm-hmm. from that, he like, came up with this guy that kills you in your sleep scariest shit ever yeah Yeah. nothing's more terrifying because you have to sleep that was one of those movies that when i watched it as a kid so my i stayed at my aunt's one time and and she'd let us watch it and i was terrified how old were you seven or eight so yeah not something you want little kids to watch period because he's he's it's, just terrifying. Even just to look at, but then yeah, to imagine you can't go to sleep and you might not wake up. I mean, yeah, it, you know what? And, I'm out of my dreams. <laughs> yeah, he's a good villain. And he's also really <laughs> funny. <laughs> Is funny. That's the whole, not so much in the original movie, and well, I'm not even going to talk about part two. No, don't. But um, the fact that he is so easily for lack of a better term he likes to play with his food (laughs) but he he turns that kid into a puppet right oh i can't watch that part yeah Mm -mm. that is probably one of the two scenes in that entire series that i have the hardest time watching yeah i look away because i can't watch that whole yeah but yeah i mean just the playing on the fears and you know, knowing exactly what each victim fears and then using that against them, whether it's turning somebody into a cockroach or... I hate that one, too. He's a good one. Yeah. I I would have put him on my list, um, but I did leave horror off mine. Like I said, I've already done a top five horror villains on the the show, so I wanted to kind of... But Freddie was on mine, um, but I just kind of wanted to stray away from that but i am totally with you because he's he's definitely one of the big three as i like to call them <laughs> yeah for sure or maybe four i think Ghostface deserves a spot in there too but for sure the big three freddie jason and michael i would have an argument with Ghostface, but yeah, that's, for, that's for another episode okay okay <laughs> okay right <laughs> number two. two okay So my number two is a tie and the only reason it's two characters. And the only reason is because they share basically the exact same motive and I love them both. And you guys are going to get mad at me, but I have my reasons (laughs) and they are Amy Dunn from Gone Girl and Alex Forrest from Fatal Attraction. So both 
out of their damn gourds fucking yeah. crazy yeah but i get where their motivation is coming from and i don't necessarily well amy i have to say i like her character aside from being crazy because she's so fucking smart and patient what she did took over a year of planning and waiting and calculating and that's commitment but yeah. the moral of the story with both of those is don't cheat on your woman Ooh, yeah. or don't don't fuck somebody and never call them again yeah and so kind of a side tiny sidebar from that when you're talking about like the commitment it takes mm-hmm. if you guys watch don't fuck with cats uh-huh. that guy talk about commitment what yeah but Crazy. also if i ever go missing i want those people looking for me yeah internet <laughs> nerds get yeah. on so but yeah the the gone girl I thought about putting her on there, but that movie made me so mad. I know. I know. I couldn't, I it's so bad. It. She is a great bad guy, though. Yeah. Like, she really is a great bad guy. And she is psychotic and mean, but also, I mean, it, it, I, I don't know. I, I could see where that rage could come from. I couldn't sustain it that long like she did, but I could see where it would come from. Yeah. And, and same with Alex. She's got a few screws loose because mm-hmm. he told her up front hey i'm married this is a one night thing but also you know our hearts live in our vaginas sometimes and <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of see plus the whole boiling your bunny rabbit that's like a cultural iconic thing but i feel I, like hers was not was not because she did know no i agree i agree that- you know that hers was just she's crazy it's just cuckoo for cocoa puffs like yeah. that it was crazy yes and so. thank you because i say that at least once a day <laughs> cuckoo for cocoa puffs <laughs> yes at least once a day we do that or cuckoo machu i don't ever say that but yeah but anytime i talk about a crazy person i'm always like she's gonna boil your bunny rabbit yeah crazy <laughs> yeah yeah because that's mad about your picks Sorry, the Casey. thing became rather popular for a long while after Fatal Attraction came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I still say it and younger people have no idea what I'm talking about and I don't care. If you know, you know and you get it. Well, yeah. it's because Fatal Attraction doesn't necessarily get a whole lot of, I mean, right. I, you probably have to go digging deep into one of the many hundreds of thousands of mm-hmm. streaming services to find it. I own well, it. It's not a movie we're going to show our kids. Right. You know what I mean? Like well, Beanies and Pretty in Pink and all of the like good. Honestly, mm-hmm. if I had a son, I would show it to him just to be like, it, it's a cautionary tale. Get it. Yeah. it. It's a crazy cautionary tale, but don't stick your stuff where it doesn't belong when you're married. That's the moral of the story. The movie is the reason why I have never cheated on anybody in my entire life. Exactly. That's the only and I'm proud of it. You remember Sleepless in Seattle when um when the kid is like trying to get his dad to go meet the Meg Ryan character? And yeah. he's like, She's probably crazy. Didn't you see Fatal Attraction? And he was like, No, you oh, wouldn't let me. I was like, Well, I saw it, it scared the shit out of me. It scared the shit out of every man in America. Yeah. 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 If I had a son, I'd totally show it to him and be like, look, bruh, this movie is probably not good in today's standards, but might yeah. teach you a lesson to keep your dick in your pants. Yeah. At least if you're married. All Michael Douglas had to do was not cheat on his wife. All he had to do. There are so many movies like that. Oh, I know. 
There's not I, a lot but of for, again, if you don't cheat, then there's no movie and that's yeah, true. But I'm saying as a cautionary tale for real people, that's mm-hmm. the takeaway. So yeah. Well, yeah, because I if I remember correctly, the year that movie came out, that movie, Beverly Hills Cop 2 and Three Men and a Baby were the three biggest grossing movies out of Hollywood that year. And they all three did astronomical numbers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and also, how fucking amazing is Glenn Close in just everything she does? Yeah, no, she's just, oh my God. She played that character so perfectly. That part when they have the fight in her apartment and he's backing out mm-hmm. and she's just staring at him with this like half smile, like dreamy smile on her face. I got like literal goosebumps. Like, mm-hmm. she's insane. <laughs> Bitch, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, she's turned on right now and I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Okay, let's all get the creepies off. Good. All right. I like those picks. Pretty good. Thank you. Jen, number one. Um, so my number one again has a lot to do with the actor playing this role. Okay. And this is played by Christoph Waltz. <gasps> Ooh, which one? I'm waiting. SS Colonel Hans Landa. Yes. Glorious Bastards. That is a he, really good one. He is the epitome of villain. He is. He and he is so friendly and charming. Yes. But then he's like. All like, I'm super happy to be here. Your milk is delicious. (laughs) I know you're hiding Jews under your floorboard. They don't understand what I'm saying. So we're going to pretend like everything's fine. And then I'm going to have my men come in and kill all the people under your floorboard (laughs) because I will happily embrace my nickname as the Jew hunter. Yeah. He's a Nazi, which villain. Right. Um, and then he's just so freaking amazing. Christoph Waltz is freaking amazing. Yes. Yes. But that role in particular, when when you see him, you're just initially, if you haven't seen the movie yet, when you start to watch it, you're like, oh, this guy's he's cool. He's a cool dude. Like he's super like polite and <laughs> No, and then I take has, him home to mom. Yeah, then he no. has his where he just flips the script, but he's still in that same it's that same demeanor, and he's got great lines. They're mostly in a different language, but yeah, you know, like I I think one of my favorites is when he he drinks the milk, and then he's like, um, he tells the guy what's his name uh, Lapidite uh, to your to both your family and your cows, I say bravo. <laughs> okay. Like, who even thinks of that? Right? Bravo to you and your cows. Yes. Because this milk is delicious. <laughs> and then he's, like, there to flush out the the family that this guy is hiding. And, yeah. So he, awful. He's just terrible. He is so terrible. Yes. But he does such a great job of being terrible. Yes. And that's why he's my number one pick because he's fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah. 
Christoph Waltz is an amazing bad guy. Oh, I I'm not not a movie that gets as much love at all, but I love it because I love the book and it just whatever. Water for, but elephants. Water for elephants. August. Oh my god, he is pure evil. Yeah, and he, they did a great job the casting on that. Yeah, they really like, did from the book to the movie. Like I read yeah. the book, and then when they did the movie, I was just super pleased with him. Because he's so perfect in that. Yeah. That's that one we beautiful. talked about, right? That we both read the book and then watched the movie? I think or so. No? I think so. I don't know. We've had a few. Yeah. Uh, Casey, have you seen Water for Elephants? He's distracted. Yeah. I'm out. What? <laughs> he's like, uh, am I even allowed to talk? No, I'm just kidding. Have you seen Water for Elephants? No, I haven't. Ooh, you need to. Yeah. All right, Casey, you have homework. Yeah, you need to watch um, that movie because Christoph Waltz is the perfect Coraline. Oh, I yeah. think there's like two other ones that I've been assigned to. You would you would really like Water for Elephants, Casey. Oh, I'm sure I I've had people, numerous people tell me it's a good movie. You'd love it, and I yeah. just haven't gotten around to it. It's worth it just for Christoph Waltz, not to mention Reese Witherspoon, and even Robert Pattinson is really great in it. Oh, I don't know if I would have picked him for Jacob, but I don't know. I like him, so he's okay. He's okay. He's okay. Good choice. My number one, yeah, Hans Landa. All right, Casey, number one. Number one, and I feel this one is probably. I know it. I like I said, I believe you knew all three of my top three. Five bucks says so, I know it. Five bucks? Yes. Let's say it at the same time. We'll One, count down. One, two, two three. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Woo! I'm so smart. You were delayed, Amanda. No. <laughs> <laughs> I struggled with this one a little bit because of the fact that when I think of ultimate bad guys, it's like beginning to end, nonstop, pure evil, mm-hmm. which was why I almost swapped Freddy into the number one spot and bumped Vader back to number two. Because by the end of Return of the Jedi, you have a huge redemption storyline where. But that's okay. The evilness just goes away and he becomes father of the freaking year. Yeah, but see, at first, like, he's super oh, awesome. Oh, he's a freaking, he's super yeah. shit and a shit dad. Yeah. He's not just an asshole. He's an <laughs> asshole to his kids. So, well, I mean, yeah. but at the same <laughs> time, in the beginning, he doesn't necessarily know that they're his kids, though, either. That's true, but he's a, he's a great villain. Yeah. Like oh, one of our very first, I would yeah. venture a guess that for all three of us, he was probably one of the very first villains mm-hmm. we were ever introduced to because that was actually yeah. a, a movie we could watch right appropriately, I guess. Well, yeah, no, because I think I've always said that I think Star Wars episode four was probably the second movie I think I saw in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. So, Casey, your choice is good because, I mean, I chose Megamind for my number five. He turns good at the end. I mean, I don't think to be a, a good villain, It again, we all had our own criteria. And I think to have a good character arc is good, too. You have development. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Barney Stinson. Kind of like winner. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, I love that Darth Vader's your number one pick. Yes. <laughs> 
it too, but that still, I we didn't completely define the parameters of. No, it's whatever yeah. you want. So yeah, I had we specifically set out rule one, rule two, rule three, rule four, rule five, and then stuck to it. Yeah. But I like this because our yeah. lists are so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so we all like, have different criteria. Yeah, so I feel like it kind of makes it a little bit more fun because well, and there's the, where are they going to go next? Right. You know, like I like it. Well, we've had by the end of this thing, we have what fifteen entries and none in common. None. Which is what I thought. I didn't think. Which, well, <laughs> the only one that knows if there's anything in common would be. The one controlling None. yeah right so you already know what your number one is no but either whichever one i pick it's not <laughs> something you guys have <laughs> i do though i really do still want to do just a side one of the meanest villains like the ones that are just so bad that you're like oh my god they're so mean because i have yeah. i have some of those but yeah. yeah um so darth vader he was on my long list but you know who almost made my top five not Darth, but Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, uh, what is it? Solo? I can see that. Kylo, yeah. Because I, I feel bad for him. Like, he is a bad guy, and he's, you know, obviously whatever, but I sympathized for him so much where I was just, like, rooting for him to do the right thing. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you want him to to be good. Yeah, and, like I want him to be happy and he just can't. It takes, what, three, almost three full movies for him to, again, have the redemption arc that... Right. But even then, he still didn't get, you know, I guess I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but... Yeah. His story just makes me sad and it's like, he is a bad guy, but I... Like, if we were to do a villain you sympathize with the most, he would definitely be in my top five and probably close to the very top. You guys, this is really hard. Yeah, but it's time. You All right. To, I have it. To pick. I have it. Bust it out. All right. My number one is a character played by the fucking epically amazing Al Pacino. And Which it one? is Michael Corleone. Good one. Yeah. Good one. Again, along the lines of villains you empathize with, probably mm-hmm. my number one on that list. Because See, and I didn't even go that route in my thought process. Yeah. Like yeah. monster movies. I did not even go that way. But that went all great. over the place. <laughs> that's so great. Because well, and with Michael, you have the guy that shows up at his sister's wedding in part one Mm -hmm. and you see the elevation of him to becoming the dawn yeah and then you see you know you get the ultimate descent from the head of the table in part three as you know we progress to the final scene with him sitting on a chair in the garden and just Mm -hmm. I mean, and Godfather 3 gets a lot of shit, and I'll admit it's not as good of a movie as the other two. I mean, I would say that Godfather 2 is probably the only movie I can name that is better than the original, like as far as the sequel. But mostly because I like the, and I like the backstory of Vito, but more because you really see Michael coming into his own. But Mm -hmm. 
you have this kid who's the only person in his family who's gone to college. He's got this older brother who is set to be the leader of the family, but he's just, he has no self-control. And then you've got the younger brother who's just dumb as a rock. And, you know, he's like, he goes, he goes in the military. He's like, I'm going to live a clean life. I'm going to be legitimate. I'm going to have a family. I don't want anything to do with this. And he loves his father. Like he's never denounced his family, but he just doesn't want to be a part of that. And then all of a sudden the whole thing falls into his hands and he's got to become this person that he didn't want to be and that he doesn't really know how to be. Mm-hmm. And you, you go from that guy to the guy that has his own brother murdered because his brother put out a hit on him. And it's it just like. <laughs> literally is the man who ordered the hit on Fredo. Yeah. I mean, I know it's kind of cheesy because it's one of those things people are always like, I know it was you. You broke my heart. But mm-hmm. that scene hurts my heart. Like, could you imagine if your own sibling ha- tried to have you and your family killed? Like, yeah. what would you do? I'd probably do the same thing. Yeah. But it's interesting how he's like, you know, I don't want anything to happen to Fredo while my mother's alive. So right. he still has these like, you know, I don't know. I just, I feel really bad for him because he's, this guy who wants to live a good life and is just born into all the wrong circumstances and has to take care of his family. Yeah. yeah he does. He does the things he do. He ha- the things you do, the things <laughs> that thing you do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, even with the fact, you know, he patiently waits for his mother to pass. Mm-hmm. He orders the hit on At her funeral. Yeah. <laughs> orders the hit on Fredo. Fredo's supposed to go out fishing with his son, mm-hmm. Michael's Anthony. son. Yep. And they're all like, no, 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 no. Your dad wants you to go do this. And Fredo's yep. like, huh? Mm-hmm. And they're all like, yeah, he's going to go do this. And you go ahead and you go fishing. And it's all like, at that point, just to see the look come over Fredo's face, like, yep. Shit. Yep. I'm screwed. And yep. Fredo is just so. <sighs> He thinks that it it should be him and he's, you know, but he's just so dumb. Like, not, I mean, I don't think a dumb person, I think not a person built for that kind of family. He's too sweet and innocent. He's naive. Fredo's necessarily dumb, but yeah, naive would probably be a better word. But yeah, just, and then to have that fishing scene play out, Mm -hmm. they pop the tap in Fredo's ass. And then all you see after that is literally, Again, Michael sitting in the garden. That scene. Oh, it's so good. No emotion at all on his face. It's like, dude, you are the epitome of all things evil. Yeah, yeah number you one. Your fucking yeah. brother, and you have nothing. No remorse. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. But like, I think he does. It's just all inside. Like he's compartmentalized it because he has to. Like part of him has to grieve for the death of his family, the death of his brother. But at the same time, that's my wife and kids. You almost had killed. Like he's got a, he's got a bigger picture to take care of. Well, and I think you get part of that emotional turmoil as you progress through the story into part three and the, you know, him trying to get out and, and they them going back back in. And then you have the whole bloodbath at the opera at the end. How fucking hot is Andy Garcia in that movie? Whew. I love him. I, I mean, that movie and when a man loves a woman, I'm like, 
panty dropper. <laughs> Even today, he's still so oh, yeah. handsome. Like he's just handsome. He is. He is aged well. Even in the Ocean's movies, I'm like Andy Garcia yeah. is in my top five of yeah. Yeah, he's a handsome fella. And, you on your laminated list. Yes, and Michael Corleone, uh, circa Godfather Two, also in that top five. Al Pacino hasn't aged well for my taste, but Godfather, Al Pacino, he's just—I think part of it's the power thing, but also he's just so handsome. Like, yeah. Um, and I love that they, you know, him and his ex-wife almost reconcile and then the daughter gets killed and she just realizes like, what was I thinking? It's like, I wanted so badly for them to end up together and him to just die in a legitimate way. And like happy and just, yeah. Well, and his wife is also a huge, I mean, she's with him in the beginning Yeah. when there's nothing tying them to the family business yeah. at all. And he's promised her. And then... But yeah, they get married and well, they don't necessarily get, I mean, he ends up going to Italy to hide after the pop in the cap in the freaking... I love that love story by the way. That girl is so beautiful and then she gets murdered. Oh, I love that. I mean, I don't love her getting murdered. You know what I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I but love he, that story. He comes back from Italy they reconnect, they get married. She basically naively gets roped into the family business. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you get everything that transpires between the two of them through the end of part two. And that part where she tells him that she had an abortion, like, I didn't see that coming. Like, the first time I watched that movie, and also I was a lot younger, so maybe I just didn't. But even watching it now, I don't really get like I don't know that I would make that connection but when she's just like I wouldn't bring another child of yours into this world or another son like yeah and he hits her and I'm like I understand his rage but I understand where she's coming from because I wouldn't want my child to have to be you know and and she doesn't get custody of the kids he he gets custody and she's just shut out in the wind and you know exactly it's it's the money so I feel bad for her because I think she was trapped and I also don't think, I think he loved her from a, like a appreciation standpoint and like maybe he loved her as a person and a friend or, or whatever, but I don't think he was in love with her. I think he married her because he needed to and, you know, yeah, whatever. Sorry, we spent a lot more time talking about mine. <laughs> no, it's fine. But, I was going to say, have you seen on, along the lines of like a mobster stuff that there is a movie, I think it's a movie and not a show, about Tony Soprano's early life. No. It's called, um, I had to look it up, The Many Saints of Newark, and his son plays Tony Soprano. Like, oh. Jamie's son is Tony <laughs> Soprano. Yeah. I promised myself I wasn't going to cry. Yeah. So I saw the, um, I saw the trailer for it. And I was like, ooh, yes, this is going to be awesome. And so I pulled it up to read a little bit about it and saw that it's Michael Gandolfini. And like, oh, I will totally watch that. Even better because it's, yeah. So stab me in the heart with that shit. Damn. I know. Sorry. But I had to throw it out there so you guys are aware. 
Okay, so I love, like you said, Casey, we just named 15 villains, not one in common. I think it's amazing because it just shows our appreciation for different things. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, let's do quick honorable mentions and just see if we have one in common. But even if not, it's just three more added to the list. So, Jen, you have one because you said you only wrote down five. <laughs> I did. I like made myself like cut it off. But there were several that you said were on the long list that I really considered as well. Um, I can't really like give you one right now. That's we okay. talked about it in this episode. So. Yeah. <laughs> Next, somebody else go. <laughs> Casey? The, it's hard because, like, one of my first honorable mentions would have been, like, Annie Wilkes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's but the one I thought we would have in common. It's freaking and hard. She's on my list. Yeah. See, I could do literally, like, a top 10 list of all-time favorite Stephen King villains and mm-hmm. have a huge long list because... You, Annie Wilkes, freaking Percy Whitmore. Um, the Overlook, number one, hands the down. Overlooks, Jack Torrance, Pennywise, mm. Randall Flagg. Yeah. I mean, Christine. <laughs> that gonna, bitch. You're going to get on doing <laughs> that side. Right. Who's the, who's the husband from Rose Matter? That fucking guy. He might oh, be number God. one. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, no, I know. I that's why at first I wanted us to narrow it down more, but then when we were kind of talking, we're like, well, let's just go with whatever we come up with. And because yeah, I could have opened the broad so spectrum many. of whatever, but I would probably go with my honorable mention being Annie Wilkes. Okay. Or just just for no similarity, let's keep it to where we have freaking 18 different things. <laughs> my honorable mention, Pennywise the clown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But the Tim Curry one. The Speaking Tim of Curry. which. Um, I think both. I think they were both scary did. differently. Skarsgård did a good job, but I mean, it's Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. Yeah. yeah. Well, so who would your honorable mention be? I okay. Mean, so I have two and I'll go through them quick only because they tie and they almost made the top five and this was excruciating for me. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, Tracy Flick. From election because I I just identify with her. God damn it, I identify with her. I'm sorry. Like I'm not mean like that, but damn the ambition. Like I I just get it. <laughs> um and then Rumpelstiltskin from Shrek Forever After. Shrek Forever After. Because that guy is so funny. <laughs> He's like, it's time to pay the piper. No, seriously, someone get my checkbook. Checkbook, yeah. (laughs) And he's so little, and he, yeah, I don't know. I just like I said, every time he's talking to the goose, and he's like, honk. (laughs) (laughs) I I was asking George. I was like, who do you think's better, Rumpelstiltskin or Lord Farquaad? And I was like, yeah, Rumpelstiltskin. That's what George said too. He's yeah. so funny and yeah. you know he's got the whole little guy complex down to a T so yeah I told you I went I went weird with my but list I like it like yeah. I guess if I had to pick a long lister I from movies I would say a good villain is uh Voldemort he's yeah. a good villain because he doesn't give a single shit yeah about anybody <laughs> whether you're on his side and that or on face. The side, he will kill you 
no matter what. Like yeah. he does not give a shit. Yes. Casey, you know who I'm surprised isn't on your list? Um, two, actually. Um, Mr. Rooney. <laughs> and what's his name? Um, don't mess with the bull, you get the horns. Oh, the principal. <laughs> Mr. Rooney was on my long list because I kind of felt sorry for that guy, too. He's oh, just trying to run a school. Ed Rooney. <laughs> so that's, again, we literally could go any direction with another. I know, I know. That's what made it so hard. Because I know. But that's what makes it fun. That's why there's like 30 people on my list. Well, like, and that's the reason why Like, I love this show because it's not like, oh, well, we're going to do a top five. 50 list of whatever anybody could do a top 50 list of whatever but to have to do a top five list of you know greatest villains of all time yeah uh top five is not going to be jen's top five this was hard for all of us (laughs) i mean it makes you think for sure yeah oh so conflicting no, I know, hard. I know. We it did a hard. good job. I, I think we did a good job and there's so many more to be spoken for and that's what's fun about this list and the other ones is... Because that's what that's know. the beauty of the show though is because you can pick one topic to do a list on but then if it doesn't pop up before you start as you start going through the list you're like, ooh, we can go this way with an episode. Mm-hmm. We can go that way with it. You will never be done recording a sip list at this point. Well, thank you. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. For the season 71 premiere of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love to talk about their favorite things and try to categorize them? Like, that's what I love to do. We're going to be like <laughs> 78 years old drinking freaking Ovaltine out of a freaking cup. And. Ew. You'll be drinking Ovaltine. We'll still yeah. be drinking uh, No. yeah like jen and i were talking about before on one of the other episodes we are way cooler than our parents and i think that our generation of um older people is going to be super cool like i'm very excited yeah i i mean i'm not excited to be older i I don't know i'm just excited because i think that we're even as 40 something year olds we're so much different and i would say cooler than our parents were at our age Amen. Well, good list, you guys. I love it. That was that was awesome. Zero in common, and I didn't really predict any of yours, Jen. I knew Darth Vader had to be Casey's number one, because I know your love for Star Wars. I like to keep it, you know, a secret. I'm gonna keep you guessing. That was very eclectic. I love it. Yeah, Wizard of Oz and. Inglorious bastard. One of my all-time favorites too, and I didn't even have, I didn't even think about the Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, I did. Great, she was a great one. Well, guys, thank you. I'm so excited. This was fun. It always is fun. And I will try to edit this down where it's not miserable, but I actually really love the three of us doing this together. So we might have to do some more. And I like the video. It makes it I do too. I your do little too. expressions and your faces. <laughs> well, if we can plan it better, like where we all know, I think we could do it. And then I could do a YouTube because lots of podcasters do YouTube with video. If you guys are okay with that, obviously. But all right. Well, you guys have a good night. Have a good weekend. I'm sure we will chat later, probably not in the distant future. 
because that's what we do. So happy Fourth of July, people! Um, happy Fourth of July! Thank you for hanging with us. Sorry about the hiatus, and I appreciate you all. And yay, season two! Woo woo! And yeah, when uh, life gets tough, just keep sipping. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.